an urban legend is, according to modern definitions, a popular story passed around that's allegedly true but can't really be confirmed. Like the guy who ate Pop Rocks and drank soda and it exploded in his stomach. Or those unfortunate tween girls who turned the lights out at a sleepover party and said Bloody Mary three times into a mirror. Or the old black market kidneys in the bathtub full of ice. We've all heard them, or even told them. They're modern folklore, contemporary legends. Today we explore an urban legend in Albany, New York, with local lore expert Maeve McEnany. Are the lights on? Good. Welcome to Listen with the Lights On. I'm Jessica Blaustein Marshall. And I'm Patrick Garrett. Our journey begins at Graceland Cemetery on the fringes of the city of Albany. It was a bright, sunny, warm day, and when we arrived, a funeral procession was about to come through. Nice day for a funeral. It's a nice, it is actually a beautiful day for a funeral. Graceland Cemetery is the home of one of the oldest urban legends, and you are likely, after we tell the story of Hattie the Hitchhiker, getting people from all over the United States saying, no, 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 Hattie is our story, or the Hitchhiker is our story. I can't tell you what year Hattie the Hitchhiker was. Um, And we've been telling hitchhiker stories all the way back to the 19th century with horse and carriages. For our generation, it's a woman in a prom dress. That's the hitchhiker myth for the past, I would say, 50 years. And generally when when I hear the story, when people say, well, what year was this? The latest incarnation, people keep saying, well, it was the 50s. The hitchhiker stories, it's always just enough far away in the past, but distant enough that it didn't happen to us, but maybe it happened to our parents or grandparents. It was a man on, of course, a cold and rainy night, and he's driving along Delaware Avenue here, and he sees a beautiful, sad girl in a prom dress standing outside of Graceland Cemetery. He pulls over and she gets in the car and she pulls her flimsy shawl a little closer and he asks her name. She says, my name is Hattie, but she doesn't say much else. She just shivers next to him and his heart is moved. So he takes his coat and he drapes it over her shoulders and they drive along Delaware Avenue to the corner of Madison and Lark, which is now, is it Savoy? It was Justin's. That's where her home was. So he watches her go into the home and in that short drive he was smitten she was beautiful didn't say a lot but he really wants to meet her again he doesn't have an excuse ah she took the coat in when she went inside so the next day he puts on his Sunday shoes his Sunday best he's dressed to impress he goes he knocks on the door and an old lady answers the door and he's thinking maybe it's the grandmother but he decides to be charming he says is your daughter home and the woman gets very sad and says I don't have a daughter. And he's crestfallen, you know, that maybe this was some elaborate prank. He starts to go, and the old woman thinks better of it and says, well, why, why did you come here asking for the daughter? And he tells the story of the beautiful girl in the prom dress, of bringing her to this address. And as he's talking, her eyes fill with tears. And she says, young man, yes, I, I did have a daughter. And yes, her name was Hattie. And she passed away on her way home from prom. She was hit by a drunk driver. We buried her in Graceland Cemetery. 
and you brought her home. So he's shaken by this, of course. He thinks this is, must be a joke played on him. So he starts to drive home, and he's going by Graceland, and he says, maybe, something just prompts him to come in. He doesn't know what he's looking for. He's just walking through the graves, and sure enough, he finds a lone grave off to the side, and on that grave is draped his coat. Goosebumps. Goosebumps. Now, of course, when I bring people to the cemetery, they say, where is her grave? But it's an urban legend. It's been passed down and passed down and passed down that we don't know who it is anymore. And in fact, across the river, Troy has a similar story. And their story is, again, has those specifics. It was an Emma Willard girl, an Emma Willard girl trying to make her way home. The taxi driver picked her up. And in his version, when he dropped her off to her address, he turned around and she wasn't there. Hmm. I kind of like this version better with the with the coat draped over the grave. That's mm-hmm. kind of creepier in my opinion. I agree. Uh, I have, you know, six degrees of separation. People have told me they've known cab drivers who have driven by here and they say it's true. I've seen it. Uh, either they've tried to pick her up or similar to Troy that once they brought her to where she needed to go, she disappeared. So I don't know. Is it is this something that is happening? Or are these cab drivers loving this urban legend and they're keeping it going? I don't know. Either way, it's still pretty fun. So you're saying that cab drivers today still say that they see her? The last report I had of it is maybe like 20 years ago was the last report uh, of somebody saying. And of course, I didn't get to meet the cab driver, uh, but it was a very good friend of the family who told me that her friend, the cab driver, said, absolutely, it happened. I tried to bring her home. Now, you've been here at night many times, as you've said. Have you ever seen her? I have not seen Hattie, but uh, things have happened. It's not a a menacing thing, but we have had guides who have been waiting in the cemetery for the other group to come, so they'll meet them, and we carry lanterns, and one guide was holding the lantern, and it went low, medium, high, high, medium, low. They just kept flickering like somebody was turning the dial. So you wouldn't, you couldn't blame it on the wind necessarily? You couldn't blame it on the wind. You know, it's, it was just an electric lantern. He wasn't seeing the twist move, but it was just very thoughtfully going dim, going bright, going dim, going bright. So when I met him at the foot of the cemetery, uh, Paul just looks at me. He's like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I was like, oh. Nope. Nope. So yeah, so we're, and I wonder if Hattie's story is more of a lesson for those who get in the car because what we don't do is we don't make Hattie she didn't drink uh she the legends I have heard she's not even in the car so it's not even that her date was out drinking is that she was innocent she was an innocent bystander in all of this and I think that's also important to the tale See, that's also in contrast with some other hitchhiker stories, at least ones in movies that I've Mm -hmm. seen, where the hitchhiker is actually like an axe murderer or something. Well, and so then the story begins to evolve. That's where we need the warning is, oh, if you're picking up beautiful hitchhikers. I mean, when my family was growing up, you hitchhiked. That's what you did. If you didn't need a car, you didn't have to take the bus, you hitchhiked. Well, then, as we know from the 70s, we learned that that's not such a great idea. There's not great characters there. So then the urban legends do evolve to don't get in the car with the stranger, avoid avoid them, keep driving. And again, you know, that urban legend is maybe I didn't personally know somebody who picked up a bad hitchhiker, but I'm going to tell a story to my kids to scare them. 
Well, no Hattie sightings for us, and we made it out before the funeral came through. Perhaps we'll have to go back at night and see if we can see her. Have you seen Hattie? Or another ghostly hitchhiker? Tell us your story. Email lightson at wamc.org. Thanks for joining us. Listen with the Lights On is a production of WAMC. Our theme music is Grizzly Reminder by Midnight Syndicate. For more spine-tingling tales, check out our podcast or head over to wamc.org. 